was visiting my husband's cousin yesterday who was born three weeks ago and we were just looking at him in wonder and in awe and I was observing him and I'm like how amazing is it that this tiny human has already come into this world with everything that he needs everything that he needs and our greatest goal as um, his, well, I, I'm not his parent, but like our greatest goal is the people who are in his family, his mother's greatest goal could be to just uncover the incredible greatness that already lives inside of them. What if that's what we saw our children as? We saw our children as this beautiful gift that we get to unwrap and we get to help them in the unraveling of who it is that they are in this world. And we are just their guides, but not their North Star. Do you ever feel like you're kind of just winging it as a mom and wishing that you had more of a support system in place to know that you are really bringing your daughter um, the most empowered tools, the most empowered version of yourself so that you can lead by example and make sure that you're not leaving any stone unturned when raising a girl who has self-esteem and self-confidence and feels comfortable in her own skin. Well, I want you to check out the Empowered Girl Mom program. I've spoken to so many women who have felt like they're lost on their parenting journey and needed some guidance on how to best lead their girls. And this program is my answer to you. It's going to really show you that you have the power to shape her perspective, to instill important values, and provide a supportive environment for growth. Uh, because really at the end of the day, that's your birthright and it's her birthright. So I want you to check out the Empowered Girl Mom program. And together, I know we can cause a positive ripple effect that will impact your family and your daughter for generations to come. I don't want uncertainty to hold you back from being the best mom that you can be. Please check out www.melodypormorati.com slash girl mom to learn more about this program. Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to today. Welcome to today's training. Happy Monday. This is what do you really, really want for your daughter? And um, it's a question I have found myself asking in so many different phases of this mothering journey. I am... Um, Excited to get started with this topic, and this could very easily be what do you want for your son as well, or what do you want for your child? So uh, this world, if you've been a part of our world before, the girl life world, um, we are here to raise the vibration of the planet one girl at a time. Um, and so a lot of the work that I do is in the world of girls empowerment. But again, this could easily be uh, just us really stepping into our most empowered self, knowing that that is the greatest gift that we have to give to the next generation as a whole. So uh, my name is Melody Pormorati. If you are new here, welcome, 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 welcome. I'm so grateful that you decided to join me for this talk. I feel a, a real heart connection to this topic. I think that being a mom is one of the most incredible gifts that we could be given. Some of us 
know this and we are living, breathing um, truths of this. And some of us on days, most of us, I should say, we question if we were cut out for this mothering game and why does it have to be so hard and why is every day a struggle? And so I feel you. I feel you in both senses. I've been a part of both sides of this journey and I'm still going through it. I am a girl mom. My daughters are 17 years old. They're twins, uh, 17 next month. So let's not rush things, people. Every moment counts. But um, I am also an author. I've written two books, XOXO from a girl who gets it, Life Notes for the Young Girl Within, and Empowered Women, Empower Girls, A Guide to Modeling Courage, Confidence, and Self-Love for the Next Generation. I am also a podcast host for the Empowering Her podcast, um, which you can find on all platforms. And it is uh, a love note from me to this planet of how we can step into the most empowered version of ourselves, knowing that that is the greatest gift that we have to give to our next generation. So if you don't already follow along with that show, please do. It's like free content. We have over 150 episodes. All you have to do is search for empowering her in your platform, whether it's Stitcher, iTunes, um, wherever it is, Spotify that you listen to your podcast and be sure to follow the, the podcast. I'm learning. I'm learning this. It, they change the way that the podcast app works all the time. If you hit follow every time a new episode uh, has been downloaded by me, you will be receiving it in your podcast app. So um, thank you all for being here. I'm seeing all your beautiful faces floating in. Let's make this an interactive discussion. I want to hear from you. I want this to be a two-way uh, discussion. Evan, thank you. It's actually called Empowering Her. And you might need to put in Empowering Her with Melody Pormorati, which is my name. Um, so what do you really want for your daughter, beautiful people? I am um, going to take you back to... Um, some of like the crazy parenting moments that I had, I literally, um, I'll never forget. I mean, there are so many episodes, but I'll never forget this one time. My daughters couldn't have been more than a year and a half or two years old, twins, as I mentioned. And um, I literally was in a puddle of my own tears. My husband was home. It was a weekend. He used to travel a lot, but at this time he was home and I had one of my daughters with like food and milk and poop all over her. And the other one was just like asking and like, you know, wanting and needing. And I was very um, uncomfortable. I was like, is this really how it is? Is it like, is this how it's supposed to be? Like, does it get any better than this? And uh, it was a question I often asked myself because, you know, we all tend to, it's its a lot. Being a mother, we got to give ourselves credit. It's a lot each day. Uh, there's so much expected of us. We feel like we are um, not necessarily seen or heard or acknowledged in the ways that we'd like to be. Um, and there can be really, really tough parenting moments and they don't end, right? Like, um, I know that people say, um, new level, new devil, or it only gets more difficult as your kids get older. And there are all these like paradigms and narratives that we feed into because they've just been the narratives that have been coming through from generations before us. Maybe our mom said it, maybe our great grandmother said it, maybe we heard it on TV, maybe we see it on Instagram. 
Um, and I just want to share that it doesn't have to be, um, we don't have to feed into these narratives. We get to let it be what it is. We get to step into the version of ourselves that we want to be as mothers. We get to reimagine what it looks like. So before I go into sharing some of the um, ideas that I have really stepped into in the last 17 years of my parenting journey and in the last 17 years of my empowerment journey, because at the end of the day, I am an empowerment coach. I probably didn't mention that part as I was introducing myself. I am a woman's and girl's empowerment coach. I've been doing this for 17 years. Um, and I have really been on a journey to remother myself. I have the most amazing mama, but sometimes we need to be our own mothers and learn how to best give to ourselves and how to be the woman that we would look up to, right? And so uh, the more I've learned, the more I've felt a deep calling on my heart to share the principles of empowerment. And so my whole world consists of a calling, a deep, deep calling, whether it is working with girl moms, working with women, um, working with the beautiful. We have 200 coaches that I have trained to become girls empowerment coaches. Everything that I do in my world is dedicated to uplifting and empowering ourselves and knowing that by doing that, that is the greatest gift that we can give to our next generation. And so what I'm doing here today is one iteration of that. It's one branch of that beautiful tree um, that I call the career that I get to have because I chose to have it. And so um, today we're talking about being a mom and being an empowered mom and what that looks like and what that consists of. And I'm going to be sharing some of the principles that um, mean something to me. Before I do, I want to say um, this live will be up for the next few days in this Facebook group. If you know someone who could benefit by watching it, feel free to invite them over into this Facebook group. I'm also going to upload this to YouTube and to the podcast, so it will be a living, breathing training that will always be available. Um, but if you know someone who needs to hear it, by all means, share the love. This is how we cause a ripple effect and, um, and, and really spread what we feel needs attention in the world. So the first thing I want to say is sometimes we as women and as mothers disempower ourselves without even really realizing that we're doing it. Um, one of the ways that we do it, that we are doing this, like disempowering ourselves as mothers, is worrying about what other people are going to think of our kids. And when we step into that belief system and we step into that way of thinking about our mothering journey, we take the resp responsibility off of ourselves and we put it, we shine the light on other people and what other people care um, to see in our children, how our children should behave, what they should say, what words they should choose, what extracurricular activities they should do. The list goes on. And as with all things, when we search outside of ourselves or we wanna keep them happy, then we're not keeping ourselves happy. And more than anything, we're not keeping our child happy. So stepping into parenting in a way where it's not about what others will think, but it's about the connection that you are creating with your child. It's about allowing your child to be the truest, most authentic expression of themselves without clipping their wings because you're worried about what they're wearing, what other people will think of them. Will people think they haven't had a bath in 10 days? We all do this. I 
am still doing this. And, and so I'm so here with you. I'm not here to preach off of a mountaintop. I am here um, so that together we can all find a different way, a way to guide our girls and um, be on this journey with them in the most empowering way. So we another way that we do this whole disempowerment thing as mothers is we like look to our friends and our peers and think that we ought to do it the way that they're doing it. We think that we have to mother the way that they do and whatever that is that it means, right? Like whether it's the foods that we cook or um, the things that we do in our free time with our children or the kind of discipline that we provide. We go to our friends' houses, we see them doing it in a certain way, and we immediately start to fault ourselves and say, am I doing it wrong? Should I be doing it like her or like her or like her? And um, comparison is really the thief of joy, isn't it, in all areas of life. So when we start comparing ourselves, number one, we will always come up short because we are not the other person. Um, we need to step into who we are as a parent. But what also happens is we start to lose our own authentic voice as a parent when we start tuning the volume up on what others are doing and how it ought to be, and then putting the volume down on the intuitive parent that is already existing within us. We just need to uncover her. We just need to um, give her the confidence she needs to shine through for our daughters. And I, I honestly believe that as we raise our daughters, it's this big, bold, courageous opportunity for us to raise ourselves up in um, a new, more empowered way. I remember when I was um, first a mother, I would literally look in the mirror daily. I would look in the mirror on the regular and ask myself, like, is this the woman that um, I want my children to look up to? Is this the woman that I want my kids to embody? Am I putting into effect the beliefs, um, the thoughts, the actions, the behaviors of a woman that I want my daughters to look up to? And while we should really be doing this loving and mothering journey for ourselves, when we bring daughters into this world, it's a, a beautiful reminder that there is still so much inner work that we get to do and that inner work that we do is the greatest expression of love for our daughters because they are watching us and picking up on our cues of what it is to be a woman in this world and so when we have a loving relationship with ourselves i promise you that your daughters will also have a loving relationship with themselves but more on that later so the first thing we need to do really first action step is Noticing the ways that we may be disempowering ourselves as women and as mothers, whatever that may be, whether we are gossiping and um, whether we are um, dimming our own light, whether we are not chasing our own dreams, whether we make what someone else thinks of us more important than what we think of ourselves. There are so many ways that we disempower ourselves and really just getting in touch with it in a non-judgmental way. We are not here to judge one another or judge ourselves. It's just being gentle observers of who we are and what we see, what that reflection is, looking back at us in the mirror and making a commitment perhaps if that's not working for us to show up in a newer way, um, to, to be kinder to ourselves, to be gentler with ourselves, to monitor our self-talk. All right, so uh, I don't know if you're taking notes. If you would like to take notes, by all means, do, 
means please do. I'm the kind of person I just really like to listen and that's how I absorb it best. But like I said, this will live on the podcast and if you want to listen to it over again and perhaps extract new pieces of understanding that you might want to bring into your personal journey of empowerment, by all means, do it in the ways that feel best for you. So um, the first principle that I really want us to claim and believe as truth, because it is truth. Why is it truth? Because um, we are born with everything we need within us. So this is the principle is that our girls are already born whole. That's it. They come into this world with everything that they need. I was visiting my husband's cousin yesterday who was born three weeks ago and we were just looking at him in wonder and in awe and I was observing him and I'm like how amazing is it that this tiny human has already come into this world with everything that he needs everything that he needs and our greatest goal as um, his well I'm not his parent but like our greatest goal as the people who are in his family his mother's greatest goal could be to just uncover the incredible greatness that already lives inside of them. What if that's what we saw our children as? We saw our children as this beautiful gift that we get to unwrap and we get to help them in the unraveling of who it is that they are in this world. And we are just their guides, but not their North Star. And so again, claiming that these girls are already born whole. They come into this world with everything that they need. And so again, our our greatest joy could be to just expose them to their greatness. They're not people in training, right? I think that so often um, we treat children as if they're like not whole yet, as if like they will reach some adult status where they will really be people. Like I remember growing up in our home, um, the, word pe- the word person was Adam. Adam, so interesting, like Adam. But anyways, um, and it was like, I would hear my parents sometimes saying, like if I spoke too passionately about something, like, which basically means like, now this she's a person for me. And it's like, no, no, I was always a person. We were always people. And so if we can look at those children and know that they're already whole, they're already people, then how will we interact differently with them? How will we hear what they have to say with a new set of ears, with a new set of lenses we can look at them at. We can look at them and feel them from a different perspective, a different understanding. And it's such a beautiful thing because when we change the way we look at things, the things we look at change, as Wayne Dyer so beautifully says. And so um, what new perspectives can we take on when we know, trust, and believe that these children are already whole? If you're feeling these messages, Hook me up with some hearts in the chats. Um, Those hearts help me to know that you are with me and that you are feeling this. I will take a little pause in a little bit because I want to hear from all of you as well. As I mentioned, this is such an interactive experience. And I want to hear what's on your hearts, what's coming up for you. Are you feeling the messages that I am sharing? Um, Another principle that I want us all to embody is that our goal is to help our girls mother themselves. That doesn't mean that our role as mothers is ever going to be eradicated. We will always be here to love and support our children unconditionally. But 
our greatest goal is for them to learn how to mother themselves. And so um, coming to us, we will always be there for them. We will always reveal their own greatness to them and remind them that they have the power within them to be and create whoever it is that they want to be. Um, but what we want is like there is a day when we will not be around 24 seven. Right now our children may live in our homes, but there will come a day when they don't. And they're, you know, as they get older, I can promise you this with 17 year old girls, they spend less time with you as the parents. They start to spread their wings and fly. They start to spend more time with their children and in school and then the college process comes and then they eventually fly out of the nest. And you want to sleep comfortably at night knowing that you provided them with every opportunity to become their own mother and be their own, um, what is the word that I'm, I'm looking for? Be that own inner compass that knows right from wrong, that knows what the next step is, that knows how to listen to their own intuition and to, to in essence, mother themselves. So how do we behave on the regular with our children when they come to us with questions? Are we constantly reprimanding them? Are we constantly pointing out what doesn't work? Are we constantly saying, do this, but don't do that? How often are we allowing them to exert their own authority on what they believe to be the ultimate truth in anything in their own lives? So, um, we want them to access, you know, we all have a higher self. We want them to access that higher self, that um, voice of intuition, that voice of inner knowing that exists inside of us. Now, as parents, we are so lucky because we get this opportunity to point out to our girls that they have an intuitive voice. I call it the voice of your heart, that inner voice of knowing. We get to constantly throw it back to them. So when my daughters come to me and they ask me, mom, should I do this or should I do that? Or should I take this course or should I take that course? Or my friend did this, what should I do? I always ask the question, it's a counter question, like what's your intuition telling you? What is your intuition telling you? Because once again, I will not always be there, but also my intuition will tell me different than their intuition will tell them. So we're not discussing here issues of safety, like should I cross the road blindly or should I jaywalk or should I get in the car with a stranger? These are not the issues that I'm talking about right now. I'm talking about decision making. I'm talking about helping children get in touch with their own preferences in life. Um, those are things that they get to choose and we can't choose it for them. So asking them, throwing it back to them and saying, what does your intuition tell you is a beautiful way of getting them to really access their own higher self, that voice of empowerment and no, learning how to answer their own questions without having to run to everyone to solve. You know, we all do this, right? Like we have a predicament that we find ourselves in and we call everyone and we pull everyone in our lives and on Instagram and in our communities. And we're like asking other people to be the authority on our lives when really we are the ultimate authority on our own lives. And so when we raise children to know that they are the ultimate authority in their own lives, they will never feel alone. They will never feel like somebody doesn't have their back because they will have their own backs. Are we feeling this message? 
getting our kids in tune with their intuitive voice by helping them to mother themselves. It's a big one. I'm gonna take a little sip of water. If anyone has any comments, um, by all means, get in the chats, let's chat. Love seeing you all here. I had such a beautiful turnout of women. Thank you. So next is let us teach our daughters to follow their own inner truth. There's an inner compass. There's an inner path. Your, our job is not to completely lead the way for our children. We are kind of like a guide. We are a tour guide um, for our girls to access those parts of themselves that may not even know exist. They may not even know these parts of them exist. We get to expose them to this. We are not their North Star, right? They will locate their own North Star. They will locate their own dreams. We are not here to implant plant dreams on their hearts. We are here to show them how to dream, how to love, how to live like in a big, beautiful, bold way. We're not doing that for them. Uh, they get to experience all of that themselves. So we don't want to rob them of any of that by having the whole path carved out for them. So often, like I, I remember witnessing things happen as my children were growing up, things in the schools, um, you know, parents getting involved with their daughter's friend groups and curating their daughter's friend groups and telling them who to be friends with and who not to be friends with. A child would get a certain teacher in school and the parent would like in an effort to be their child's advocate would rush into the school and say, nope, this teacher is not for my child. My child needs to be in this class and they would make threats and they would... And it's like, we're so trying to move away from that. Like I used, I remember thinking to myself, yeah, maybe like um, a certain teacher has a bad rap or a certain teacher is known to be a certain way. But I also understand that I don't get to choose those things for my child. I certainly won't beyond the time that they leave the nest. Like we are all going to be um, interacting with different humans and with different energies and different characteristics all throughout our lives. That's just life, right? We're not all born the same. We have a unique fingerprint on the world. And so to think that our daughter should be surrounded by people who are just like her is craziness, right? That's never going to happen. We're not always going to be able to curate who our children are surrounded with. But if we teach them well, then they will be able to decide for themselves. But for us to go in and fix everything when it doesn't even need to be fixed, there's no fixing required because maybe that teacher will be the best teacher for your child. So I'll never forget it was like third grade and my daughter, they're twins, right? So each of them would get a different teacher and there were probably three or four teachers in the grade. And one of my daughters was placed in one teacher's class that had a bad rap and everyone's like, she's not going to teach your kid anything. Get her out of this class. Do it quick. Get in there, mama. All of this. And I like had to really step back and separate the well-meaning voices of the other mothers and the well-meaning voice of, of this mother within. And I said to myself, I'm not going to do anything because she very well, you know, let's like, whatever it is, I believe it's working for my child, whatever it is, whoever this teacher is, who's entering her life, like she's not a criminal, she's a teacher at the end of the day, she's in the school system. Let's watch it play out. And guess what? To this day, my daughter says that was her favorite teacher, that that teacher saw her and validated her and acknowledged her like no other teacher ever did. And if I had come in, swooped in with all that 
um, well-meaning but misguided mama energy and um, told my daughter that she can't be in that class and switched her out and caused all this chaos, then I would have robbed my daughter of the experience of having a beautiful teacher. So there are so many times that we're well-meaning, but we need to take a beat and step back and ask ourselves, like, is this in the best interest of my daughter? How is this working for my daughter? How can she, how can this work for her? How can this be something that's an opportunity of growth, whichever way it goes in, right? So that's something I really wanted um, to share. Uh, the other thing is, if we're constantly um, advocating for our children, again, with that misguided energy what, that we're not even sure what the outcome would have been, um, and constantly like uh, asking them to come to us for the answers, they're never going to harness that voice of intuition. They're never going to do it for themselves. And then all of a sudden, they're going to find themselves in this big, bold world, and they're not going to know what to do, and they're not going to know how to make decisions, and they're not going to know how they feel because we so often came in and told them what to feel or how to be or how to act and behave. Is this making sense? All right. Um, next is let's raise our girls to be no limit girls. So we want them to think outside the box. I remember I, um, I, I recorded a podcast episode a couple years ago, maybe, maybe last year talking about coloring outside the lines and how important it is to actually teach our kids that it's okay to color outside the lines. What do I mean by this? Uh, I remember I was a kin kindergartner and I was like coloring. I was just doing my coloring. Dude, I was so like, I was so young and I was just having fun. I was in the joy of coloring and using the different, um, like colors in the palette to, to express my creativity and do my own thing. And I remember I had my uh, teacher looking over me and saying to me, um, Melody, you're, you're coloring outside of the lines. You've got to color inside the lines. And I thought to myself, my goodness, how does she know that the creation that I'm in the process of creating um, isn't going to be uh, isn't going to be more beautiful than what she had envisioned for me by telling me to color inside the lines, right? So it's just kind of like a symbol for so many other things. We want kids who are no limit thinkers. Yes, we follow rules, but we also question rules. Um, sometimes we make our own rules. Sometimes we get to do things in a different way than they've ever been done. Um, it, it's just so important that we um, don't put our daughters in a box and say, because you were a young girl, this is your fate and this is how it's going to be. But instead, we let them express themselves and we let them get curious and creative in life and do what it is that they're here to do. So I remember like one of my daughters, my daughters are both in a band. Um, they've been in a band for uh, seven years and they're playing like rock music. They're actually writing the music themselves. And they're like, and we would go to Guitar Center all the time because one of my daughters is, is a guitarist. And we'd go there and there were only boys ever in Guitar Center. And not only were there boys, but the boys would like plug into the amp and just rock out. Like they'd go crazy. And they weren't afraid of what anyone was thinking of them and what they were doing and how well they were playing. They were just like, here I am. Good for them, right? Like, there's a lot for us to learn from the boys and from the men. 
um, of owning their power and owning their truth. And I remember like asking the guy in the store as he was helping my daughter, because my daughter was very reluctant to plug into the amp and play, because you got to hear what it's going to sound like when you take the instrument home. And I said, like, what's the deal here? Why is it all boys? Why is, and like, if I see a woman or a girl, they're like super quiet and shy on the sidelines of this store. And they told us, they're like, it's like, there are very few female guitar players. And the ones that we have are never the ones who come out here and just rock out and just like play a riff. Um, they're shyer. They like, so like, we want our kids to break the rules. And so at the beginning, my daughter didn't play, didn't plug into the amp and play. But like today, she's so confident and owns her craft and knows that she, whether she's good or not, doesn't matter. But she feels like she can go in there and plug that amp in and rock out. And that's what I want for every young girl. I want us to be no limit thinkers, um, using our imaginations to be, uh, the girl that we know that we're here to be because being a girl is one of our greatest superpowers and gifts. All right, I'm going to go into the comments. I see a lot of things happening. Um, yeah, Jesse, I so agree. I'm an early childhood educator and logical and natural consequences is such a deep value for cause and effect and learning about yourself through those experiences. Totally, that's what allows our girls to express their their, their authentic selves, but also to flex those resiliency muscles. How are they ever going to become resilient if we don't give them the opportunity to go through uh, the ebbs and flows of life? Like there will be challenges, right? There will also be victories and they are all part of these girls' birthrights. Uh, Evan is saying, thank you, ladies. Do we also have any gentlemen in the circle or are we only women such a powerful time now? Yeah, this is mostly a woman's group. I would never turn a man away, but that's, you know, that's, this is, and, and we all get to be these change agents together. Um, Stephanie is saying, I'm an engineer. Same thing, mostly all male environment. I hear that. We get to change that by re -ex like exposing our girls to everything, right? Knowing that there are no barriers to what they can be interested in at all. Girl, boy, human. Uh, Jesse says, such a good reminder. We go to my grandparents and my daughter wants to wail on the piano. We stifle her by asking her, she's 14, she's 14 months old. Is that right? To play quiet and gentle. Oh man, I'm rethinking it. That's right. Like, like we, we so often, and I mean, I really dive into this in, in my book, Empowered Women, Empower Girls. There's a whole chapter on how we're constantly acting our girls asking our girls to be good girls. What does that mean? When we really scale it back, when we were told to be good girls, it meant, you know, you should be seen and not heard. You should be ladylike. You should um, be as quiet as a mouse. You should um, not ruffle any feathers. This is not what we want for our girls. And so I say in the book, instead of requesting that our girls be good and telling them to be good, instead let's request of them to be powerful and show them what it is to claim their own power. Who is with me? Are we feeling this? Yes, Annette says we have to allow them to be their own selves, yes. And Alvin says, awesome, love it. First, first call with you, all great topics. Thank you, thank you, and thank you for the love, Kara. 
Um, yeah, yes, Annette, we've got to let them spread their own wings. I'm so glad that you are feeling these messages. Um, the final one I want us to really, there's so much I could say here. There's so much I want to share with you. I mean, obviously it's more than can be done in one single live, but like, I just want us to crack our eyes open to the possibilities of what it is to be uh, a mom at this time and raising daughters and what a beautiful opportunity we have to shape, like to shape the next generation, but not by molding them in the way that we want to, but in giving them the space to be um, their own uh, deepest, most authentic expressions of themselves. So finally, we want them to have a power of now attitude. Sadly, we have all gotten lost in this world of like constantly future tripping by thinking about the next steps, the next day, the next vacation, the next, you know, I'll be happy when, um, or we are dwelling on what happened yesterday and what was on our hearts yesterday and why we, um, you know, why did I do this? Why did I behave in this way? Why couldn't this have been different? And we're constantly robbing ourselves of the present moment, which is the gift. It's the, it's the best place that we get to be right now. Um, and we want to bring our kids back into this moment, teaching them that this moment is all we really have. It doesn't mean we don't plan for the future. It doesn't mean we don't learn from the past, but we get to enjoy the day, the moment that is right before us. So, um, you know, this could be as simple as when we're eating in a restaurant. It's like constantly like, where's my drink? Where's my appetizer? When's the next course coming? All right, let's order dessert, but really thinking of this in a whole new way and like, okay, we are here for the experience. It is not about, you've heard this a million times, it's not about the destination, it's about the journey. The journey is all there is, right? Because every time we reach a new height, we're looking for the next height, but how can we enjoy ourselves in the process? How can we be present in the process? So um, that power of now, like everything that I have spoken about here today is best taught to our daughters by us embodying and modeling these principles. We get to do this first. So it's the win-win situation where when we up-level ourselves, when we become the highest, most authentic expression of ourselves as women and mothers, it's the gift we give to our girls. So how are you embodying the things that we just spoke about? You know, how are you um, showing up in the world knowing that you're already whole mom, right? Like you are already whole and you've got everything you need. How does that help you flex your intuitive parenting muscles? Um, how have you mothered yourself up until now, mom, right? Like think about that. Uh, how do you follow your inner truth? How do you uh, think in a no, no limitation kind of way? How do you color outside of the line? So the first action step that I have for you is that I want you moms to look in the mirror. I want you to embody it. It is not what is taught, it's what caught, what is caught with our daughters. So again, it's not what we preach and how we lecture. Our words matter, of course, but it's more how we be. What do we embody? What energy do we embody as women? Because our daughters are picking up on that stuff. Do we feel this? Give me some hearts if you know that this is true. Let's all claim it here together. 
Um, the next, so I have, a, I have a few invitations for you. So the first one is to model it, model all the things that you so deeply desire to see in your girls. First and foremost, live it, breathe it, give life to it, embody it in your own heart, mind, body, okay? Second one is I want you to use your imagination. How can you reimagine what this mothering journey looks like for you? How can you see it in a new, more empowered way? It doesn't have to be the way it's been up until now. In every single moment, we as mothers get this beautiful opportunity to show up in a new way. Nobody's going to question us for being better than the, the way we were the day before. We get to make a new decision and to show up in a new way, okay? So reimagine what it looks like for you to be a mother. It can be totally different than the way your mother mothered you or the way her grandmother mothered your mother. Um, it can be totally different than the way you envisioned you would be as a mother growing up because as we evolve, it is our birthright to show up in new ways. And you're evolving every single day. Every moment that you're on this planet, you're learning more, you're getting more information and intuition. Um, and you get to make new decisions and show up in a new way. So reimagine your mothering journey. And finally, change the way it gets to be. What if mothering didn't have to be so hard? What if we believed in the intuitive mother that already lives within us and we trusted her? And so in every decision you made on this mothering journey, um, what if you remember that if you're not going upstream, you're going downstream, it, it could be easy. It could be easier than we've allowed it to be. So often we make things hard, but we get to change the way that it actually is. So those are your action steps. I also have two invitations for you. Um, if this spoke to you, if you are like, I love what Melody's saying on this live. I like the principles that she teaches um, and I want to be more a part of her world. I want you to consider joining us for two of these offers. One is an invitation for you moms. It's called the Empowered Girl Mom Program and it's a six module course that literally um, helps you to show up in a brand new way as a mom. It's a few different phases that I'm going to run through with you of um, modules that get unlocked every week when you decide to join us. The first week is the unlearn phase. So this is in line with everything we've been talking about. There are ways that we disempower ourselves as moms. I call them out in module one and we talk about unlearning and exploring the ways that we've been conditioned by culture and society to be women and mothers. So when we recognize those behaviors, those patterns, those fears and doubts that exist, we actually get to transform them. We unlearn them and then we step into the most empowered version of ourselves as mothers and as daughters. So that's phase one. Uh, phase two is called the reflect phase. So we look back at our own experience of being mothered and our experiences as a as being a daughter. Um, and then through non-judgmental observation, we notice the ways that we were raised and the messages that we heard and how that created the woman that exists right now. And then we can reflect on perhaps gently choosing a new way. So we create the space to be able to transform as mothers, to leave the parts that we no longer wish to adopt from the way we were raised and to take the parts that we do want to implement with our own families, our own children, our own daughters. Remember, we get to reimagine it. 
Next is the reimagine phase, phase three. And this is where we talk about this big, bold opportunity to reimagine what our mothering journey looks like because our power is and always has been in the present moment. And when we claim it, then we are in a position to transform it. So we become the role model we wish that we had. We step into the highest version of ourselves as mothers. We commit to our growth, our evolution, and know that when we do that, that is the greatest gift that we give to our daughters. That is phase three. Phase four is the embody phase. We ask, what is our greatest wish for our daughter? Whether it's positive self-talk, healthy relationships, raising other humans up, chasing our, our girls' biggest dreams. We talk about all of the ways and we work towards embodying those things, those traits, those characteristics, taking those actions in our own lives, um, which is a necessary step before we step into the possibility of presenting our daughters with the opportunity to also show up in that way. Stay with me. We're almost at the end of our phases. Week five is the empower phase. Your greatest power source already lies within you. So in this module, we focus on really owning our superpowers through love, gratitude, self-love, mindfulness. We discover the tools that live inside of us and how to access everything that we need because it is already there. And finally, the Ignite phase of the Empowered Girl Mom journey. We take everything that we've learned and we pour fuel on it. Um, we become the most empowered mom that we know by embracing intuitive parenting, confidently paving our own path as a mother without worrying what everyone else is doing, okay? Without looking to our neighbors and our best friends and our mothers and believing that the way they do it is the better way. Um, now, through all of this, you get a workbook, um, you get every update that's been made to the program, which we've already made updates. Uh, this is an invitation I have for you. If it speaks to you, please check it out. Until May 7th, we actually have $150 off of this course, which is 25% off of the course. In honor of May being Mother's Day um, coming up, I wanted to extend this offer 25% off of the Empowered Girl Mom course www.melodypormorati.com slash girlmom is an opportunity. The second invitation I have for you is something that I started two months ago that has been so fun and so cool for me to experience and so great for the girls who joined us is something called Empower Hour. And Empower Hour is literally what it what it is. For one hour, girls ages six to 10 join me twice a month and we talk about all the principles of empowerment from learning how to heal ourselves, learning how to become our own best friends, how to show up in the world uh, as our most powerful selves, how to access our superpowers. Every week we talk about a different empowerment principle. It's so fun because the girls come in, we have a dance party, I gain their trust, um, and then they show up with the most I mean, the most amazing questions. They show up with the most beautiful comments. They are there to learn and they don't even realize how much they're learning because we're doing it in this fun environment. Um, and so Empower Hour, we have a founding member rate right now. It's $44 a month for your daughter. If she gets in now as a founding member, even when our prices go up, 
your daughter will be in at that rate and she will be in for life at that rate. And even when the prices go up, she still gets that $44 a month. So that's melodypormorati.com slash empower hour. So two invitations, mamas. If you want to go deeper into this work, if you want to show up as a different kind of mother, and if you want to give your daughter an environment to be raised in that um, she gets to be the girl that she's meant to be, right? Without us uh, stopping her, but instead giving her gentle parameters um, so that we're guiding her. But remember, we're guiding her. We're not the North Star. Only she can find her North Star. We can just guide her through this beautiful journey of being a girl in this world. So um, do we have any questions before I sign off for today? I hope that these principles spoke to you. Um, our girls, they, they come into this world with everything that they need, and we are just here to help them along the journey. It has been such a joy to be here with you. I'm so grateful for the opportunity to spend this time with you. Um, if you haven't picked up my book, Empowered Women, Empower Girls, this one really, as a girl mom, I think it can be um, such a great asset. I know that I get messages on the regular about how some of these ideas have helped women on their mothering journey. So you can get that on Amazon. Thank you for spending your time with me today. I'm sending you all so much love. If you have any questions for me at all, send me a DM right here in Facebook or on Instagram or in, you know, you know how to get a hold of me. I'm sending you all love. Have a great day. Bye. Thank you so much for your listenership. If you love what you're hearing, please consider leaving us a five-star review and subscribing to the show so that you don't miss an episode. These reviews are so very helpful to us and we are so grateful for each and every one of them. If you'd like to hang out with us on Instagram, give us a visit at Girl Life Empowerment. Can't wait to see you there.